thinking about your next getaway. Rediscover the journey, the adventure of the open road and every stop along the way. Rediscover space and comfort on board in our lounges and private cabins. Enjoy the fresh sea air and relax as you travel safely and in style. Rediscover ferry travel with Stanoline and take a carcation to Britain. Our great value economy fares start from only €117 single car and driver, with flexi-ticket upgrades only €18 more. Whenever you're ready, we can't wait to welcome you on board. Explore your options today at stenaline.ie. Castology. Welcome to Castology, the podcast where we review podcasts, listen to podcasts, and enjoy podcasts. When did we become easy listening radio? I don't know, actually. Hello um, and welcome to Castology. Yeah, there we go. I tr- I'm trying to get the Zane pauses right because Zane gets his pauses like bang on. Anyway, to the right of me is <laughs> Zane C. Weber. Nice pause. Yeah, I, was, I was like, yeah. Zane, you got to talk, man. He like, fucking got me. God damn it. Can you pause in the middle of your name so that we actually know yeah. that you're not fucking up? <laughs> no, uh, that removes all suspense from what I'm doing. Across from me is Liz Best. And I am Nick Bleeker. And we're here to talk some podcasts. Surprisingly enough. Get hype. Oh, my God. I mean, after that introduction, it can't come as too much of a surprise that we hear about podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I drink whenever you hear the word podcast. Oh, shit. Boom. You are wasted after this episode. <laughs> we're wasted after the intro. <laughs> Pretty much, actually. <laughs> shit. Uh, should we get to it? So, we're going to go into our recommendations for next week. Liz, let's start with yours. Guys, I found my new obsession. Oh, no. Like... I've not been this obsessed with a podcast since Carrier, which is fitting because this is also by Q-Code Media. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this is the left-right game. Now, this is another immersive style. uh, Game show. It's a game show. It's not a game show at all, but it is a game. But some people might not survive. You have a look on your eyes that looks like you're going to kill Zane. It's really scary, this podcast. Okay, so this is another immersive podcast, which was actually... There's so many things to unpack here. So um, it was actually a Reddit thread originally on on r slash no sleep. So someone posted uh, 10 basic, I guess, episodes or 10 10 threads. Yeah. um, About 60,000 words if you add them all up. So it's pretty much a novel um, about this. Has anyone heard of the left-right game? It's where you get in your car. And you take the first left and the first right and the first left as like over and over and over. And apparently, no matter where in the world you do it, you will end up at the same place. And you go through this tunnel into this fucked up world that doesn't feel like it exists on any normal plane. Now I really want to play the left right. Yes, yeah, so do I. I know. Um, so the great thing about this podcast is that it does the same thing that Carrier did with its immersive sound. So I said to the boys, I was like, please make sure you get to the end of episode two. And if you can, please make sure that you at least drive while you're listening, if you can. If you're a careful driver, because I swear to fucking God, I could have killed someone at a couple of points. <laughs> um, they do such a great job with directional sound in this one. There's a creepy, creepy thing that happens in episode two where it sounds like someone's leaning over your shoulder in the car and it just like, um, So I listened to this. There's 10 episodes. It 
May 25th was when the last episode was released. Um, it's starring and co-produced by Tessa Thompson. Ooh who's amazing and I love her. Um, written and created by Jack Anderson, directed by Emma Tammy. Um, makes me want to buy Sonos speakers because mm-hmm. they advertise it so much. But the guys who cut this together are like Oscar-winning sound engineers and mixers and... And they talk yeah. from yeah. that perspective. Yeah. So, yeah, and in the middle of the ads, they'll be talking about how they cut it together and stuff like that, um, which I loved. There's a lot of what the fuck in this... But I've just found out yesterday that Amazon has picked it up for a TV series, which I was so excited about because I was listening to it going, this is great as a podcast, but this would make an amazing TV series. So, yes, please listen to at least two episodes um, and do try and get some in a car if you're a careful driver. If not, headphones are a must because the sound is highly directional. I'm obsessed, guys. I'm loving the sound of this. Yeah. Also, again, I want to get in the car and do it. I actually drove to the coast. Um, Playing the game? Ju- yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? I wouldn't have ended up at the coast. I would have ended up at the creepy tunnel. Um, yeah, no, I drove to the coast because I just needed to get to the beach in quarantine. I was just like, I just, in the middle of the, I'll go to the beach at like eight o'clock at night and no one else will be there. It was great. Yeah. So I'm listening to this thing in the middle of the night driving down the highway. It was the greatest decision I ever made. And then there was a tunnel. And then there was a tunnel. <laughs> And I lost my shit, you guys. <laughs> I lost it. But yeah, so the left-right game, the, the layers, it, we'll discuss it next week. Yeah, cool. The left-right game, get on it. Amazing. All right, awesome. Zane. I am about to get up on my civil rights soapbox again. When do you get off it? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like I'm taking a step up now, so maybe I was off it or maybe it just added another higher level that I need to get on. Maybe it's like soapbox steps, <laughs> leaning up to the sky. Yeah. Clear and present danger. This is a deep dive documentary podcast about the history and state of the free speech in the world. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> do you want to hear some? Do you want to hear some? <laughs> here's the, uh, some stats for you. Just, ugh, okay, yep. Um, so we have uh, in 2003, 41 percent of the world's countries had free press. In 2017, 31 percent. At the moment, 13 percent of the world's 7.4 billion people have free speech. Describe what my face is doing right now. It's a little uh, bleak, is what it is. Just for the stupid people in the room, mm-hmm. uh, could you define free press? Okay, so free speech, uh, so free press and free speech, basically not government controlled and mandated. The government okay, cool. can't say you cannot yeah, say right. this. Yeah, cool. Um, Where Australia is edging out of about that. Being we are free not. Press. We are not well. We are not well on that no, scale. There's a lot of with the Australian Federal Police raided the offices of a bunch of news producers over some stories that they were doing investigating the government, and that was. Terrifying. That's gnarly. Yeah. yeah. That was gnarly. Uh, because, yeah, journalists were protecting their sources and the federal police did not like that. Nope. Um, but <sighs> so this this uh, this podcast is the brainchild of Joseph I'm, I'm Changma. We tried. Changma. Changama. Um, he's from Denmark. He studied in... Uh, he studied at Columbia in the US um, and basically runs a think think tank about free press and freedom of speech around the world. He's been published in so many things like Amnesty International, um, the United Nations. He's, he's done a whole bunch of stuff in. This is like legit 
research and historical about a historical um, documentary about free speech. It is very angry making it made me angry um but even you talking about it is just making me despair it is um look to be fair it's it's not made to be angry making it's made to be action making no it's made to be informative like it's meant to be it meant to inform you about where free speech has come from why it exists um and exact like what the benefits are from and why it's slipping um and similar to something we spoke about last week it kind of encourages engagement and involvement in turning this trend back around again like people who have free speech have to foster it elsewhere otherwise it it won't happen um so yeah this is this is one where you there are a lot of different uh, ways that it approaches the topic of free speech pick an episode or two that you feel like you want to learn more about and then or one that you know nothing about and just dive in um the episodes aren't too long they're usually under an hour okay um, good yeah and yeah i'm uh, really scared <laughs> this, uh, this this is not as angry making as some of the other podcasts no, it doesn't feel to. angry making to me it's 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 a impending doom feeling because i know that it's slipping and and that when the federal police were raiding the ABC offices, my cortisol levels were through the roof because I don't it's, – it's that how can people do this and I can't do anything about it feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's like when it's the government, what can you do? Exactly. So it's, it's, this, it's yeah. this horrible feeling of this is going to make me anxious. Yeah, it might, but – Focus on the historical stuff because there is some fun stuff in there as well about how free speech was established yeah, and freedom cool. of press was established. Um, and it's not – the great thing about it is it's not 100% US-centric. Um, it is it – is, it tries to have a very global view. Cool. Sweet. So what was it called? Clear and Present, a clear and danger. present danger. Excellent. Cool. All right, we're going to go to mine, which was a listener submission. A- how exciting. Um, <clears throat> it's called Chronosphere Fiction. Um, it is a an anthology series um, featuring a bunch of different stories from a science fiction community. Um, I think the dude who makes it uh, grabs all of the stories and records it and does the editing and grabs the actors and stuff like that. So um, it ranges from various things like uh, Corporate Punishment. What was the other one that uh, was on there? There's a few short stories. There's one about Prince Andrew, which was a bit oh. bizarre. <laughs> Um, I don't bizarre know. in what bizarre? way? That's not the word I thought you were going to say. Well, just in terms of how it handles that episode is uh, interesting, but I it just the it's word a, handles it's, in Prince Andrew. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's um, it's basically. The, I love the idea of it because it's community produced so a lot of people are submitting these stories to get produced um, and the sound design in it um, is really cool and the acting in it I think varies but it's um, possible so yeah it's called Chronosphere so Fiction. is it is it a like a group of people that always do the voices or is it like a different artists every time pretty sure it's different artists cool. so it, it varies um, depending on the story as well because there's a few so it's not that, like a troop. No, yeah. no. It's, I think either it's either people submitting their stories and submitting them with like their own recordings, or mm-hmm. they're actually done with, or they're being produced, yeah, by the person. Yeah. Okay. So some stories are one-offs, and some stories branch off into four or five different parts. So yeah, chronosphere fiction. Okay. Cool. Interesting. Excellent. Cool. All right. So we're going to go into our recommendations from last week, and I'm feeling generous today. Are you, Liz? Oh God. Shall we what? start with yours? Look, it's time to die. 
Okay. Everybody. Yeah, I was being nice. <laughs> we, had our, we had our death week. We had our accidental <laughs> death week last week. So I recommended Time to Die, which was a so far quite short podcast um, where comedians write material for each other purposefully designed to make them bomb. And then they have to go out and perform that in a set in front of a group of people. It's been cut short because of COVID and, and public gatherings were banned because virus. But... I'm saying you should subscribe to this if you enjoy it because support the live artists. What did you guys think of The Cringe? Uh, the Cringe is almost unbearable. <laughs> um, yeah. To be fair, The Cringe is the best part of this podcast mm. um, because it does build up to it very well and kind of anticipating like what you're going to do. I do like the idea of the competition. My one drawback is like I listen to a lot of podcasts uh, uh, by and about comedians and I wish that they kind of let the comedians let loose a little bit more in the pre-game because oh, yeah. um, I feel like it's a little bit structured mm. um, and I think that will come as they have more episodes but yeah I felt like they were holding the comedians back a little bit pre-game kind of talking about the process and what have you a little bit too I guess algorithmically, rather than yeah, just kind of letting comedians be comedians. And I think if I, I think you're right, though. I think if they had more time, because uh, are there still only three episodes? Yeah, out? There's only three yeah. Episodes. So you know, I mean, go back to Castology's first three episodes <laughs> were a bit wonky, but yeah. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Like this is something that will Which, come. Is just like yeah. Did uh, you listen to the one with the? Um, I can't think of their name, but a girl went out there with a costume. I listened to the one where there was a musical comedy. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she and, and the thing is, they talked about having video of it because she had a she had it she did herself up in a costume to make a visual gag out of the terrible material. <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. That's the one thing I wanted out of this is that there's a visual component behind mm. it. This feels like a really solid like SBS or ABC run thing that happens 12 episodes a year. They go out and do this. I th- I hated it. This <laughs> <laughs> doesn't say it's bad. No, it's going to be dicey because if you're not a cringe person, like it took me forever to get through the British office because yeah. it made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. And this made me uncomfortable but in a good way way i it's interesting because i zane mentions the whole pregame um things sort of like the structure of it Mm. um keeps things from getting a little bit loose i I did like the idea because i don't listen to many comedian you know based podcasts or anything like that for me i kind of got quite a bit out of them talking about their process Mm. (laughs) um and like (laughs) timing and then the post game was really interesting about how they would have handled the material (laughs) differently yeah um because i listened to the uh, one where it was about snakes like the the three line was about snakes and fuck me um (laughs) the guy i think his name was zach uh that was a tough listen that i my face contorted. It's impossible not to make facial yeah. expressions while listening it's to this. Really You're tough. just like, yeah, like. <sighs> and then uh, I think her name was Sophie or Sophia. Um, she had like a lady in the background who was like cackling, <laughs> and they were talking about like. I feel kind of bad for the comedians, even though it, this is all done in good faith. But and they've got rules. They're not allowed to tell the audience that they're purposefully yeah. bombing either. Yeah. Like yeah. it's really important that they stick to that. They can't play it as if it's bad and they can't tell the audience that this isn't their normal comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I, the thing is, it's like I fucking hated the podcast in a sense that just cringe for me. Nah, this is this is like top flight cringe shit. But I want to stick with it because I feel like there's there's going to be one or two comedians that come on 
and really fucking nail it. The creative in me wants to see how somebody, the, the actor in me wants to see how somebody works with terrible material. Yeah. And as someone who considers themselves a so, somewhat of a connoisseur of Schadenfreude, <laughs> this is top tier Schadenfreude because they did this to themselves. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not only did they agree to do it, they crafted the exact situation that they would be putting themselves into. <laughs> and so this is on them. Like, I also you love feel bad for them. Yeah. I love how excited they are before the writing and then just before they're about to go in the club, they realise how <laughs> terrible yeah. an idea and this actually is. Yeah, yes. and the thing is, it's like with um, the Zach one in the first episode, he, it it starts off and you're like, oh, this is already real fucking dicey. And that you could hear it in the crowd's reaction too, where they're like, mm. <laughs> he's talking about PC culture and oh. he's from ta- he's from Townsville and you're just kind of like, Ooh. and I think some of the laughs he got were like pity laughs and yeah. they're like from the it's back. Uncomfortable it's uncomfortable like laughs. <laughs> and you're yeah. just like, oh, oh <laughs> no. But I want, like, I'm, I'm going to stick with it because I am very curious to see how other comedians handle it. Yep. I'm going to pick and choose my battles with it though because yeah. I oh. yeah. Some things I was really impressed with like they would go out and and actually get laughs from this terrible material and I'd just be like, "Oh, I feel like you get that release of, oh thank god, I feel so good for them that yeah. they got that." Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry to put you through that, but I just thought it was such an interesting exercise in creativity and humility and comedy and <laughs> dying yeah yeah <laughs> this is top plus tier bombing support live artists please subscribe if there's any part of you that enjoys this so that they can get up on their feet once covid yeah. allows them to do comedy gigs again i got super confused because i was like why well, there's only three fucking episodes for this and then i looked at the date of release and i was like ah, say just no more. literally or like please. weeks before <laughs> yeah. everything shut Fuck down say no more yeah uh so what was it called time to, time die. to die awesome cool all right we're gonna go on to mine which was The End of the World with Josh Clark. <laughs> Pretty self-explanatory. Josh Clark talks about the end of the world in various ways, such as artificial intelligence. Fermi Paradox and Zane's got his hand up. What do you think? Josh Clark is one of these people that I've listened to for years because I was a big fan of the Stuff You Should Know Network and all the things that he's on. And he's one of these people that has a perfectly fine voice, but I hate it. Uh, <laughs> I hate one his of voice. Pretty annoying. It's one of Zane's bugbear voices. Yeah. Um, and it's just because I've listened to it too much. Um, this is my idea of a great podcast. It's everything that I want to know about. It's everything I want to think about. I want to know exactly how likely it is that we are in a simulation and that everything's just going to switch off one day. And thank goodness. Um, no, th- this, is, <laughs> this is a really good podcast, really well researched. And this is the one that I was talking about where the, it encourages you to get involved and in try to stop these things from happening. Like it's only humans have a great privilege in being, there's so many of us, we can literally do anything. It's just, we have to decide to do it or it won't happen. We'll kill ourselves because that's what animals do. We're a bit stupid. We're a bit stupid. So this is a great podcast. Everyone should listen to it. Um, Highly recommended. Sorry, Josh Clark, you are a good person, but I can't listen to you without wanting to tear my hands off. (laughs) Okay. Strong. I have not listened to Josh Clark, so his voice (laughs) did not bother me at all. One iota. 
Um, I really enjoyed this podcast as well. Um, I thought that like every time I had a question or was picking a hole in his argument, he would then talk about exactly what it was that I was picking the hole in. Like I'd be like, you can't know that. How can you say this? And they're like, ah. Oh. And for people who say, how can you say this? That's called the this paradox. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Good to know. Oh, Thank it has you. a name. Okay, <laughs> cool. I fit into a category and I belong. Um no, I thought that the anticipating the different questions that the audience would be asking in their head. I don't know if I'm just super typical or if they're just really good at that, but I yeah, I it's fascinating. Um I listened to the first two episodes, which was the Fermi paradox. That one. Yep. And the other one. Oh, uh the great filter. Yeah, that yep. one. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one. The, yeah, again, the I understood it while I was listening to it, but I could not tell you what the fuck it is now. No. The great filter is there's a certain level of technology where species will kill themselves if they don't get through it. Okay. Yeah. That's it's really interesting as well. I'm like, yeah. like oh shit, yeah. what the fuck? And like the first episode is all about um, whether we're alone in the universe and the how unlikely it is but also how super likely it is but also how really unlikely it is. They just keep going back and forth. We're going... Well, it is, it is super likely but there's no evidence that it is true. So yeah. why isn't it likely? Yeah. Yeah. It was great. That, that's the shit when I'm listening. I'm like, oh my God. Brain exploded. I need to fucking <laughs> sleep because... Good grief! Did you guys? What was? It, did you guys? Have, did you guys have favorite episodes? I only listened to those, oh, okay. two, yeah, only listen to those two, but they were both great, and yeah. I'm planning on listening to more, provided that I don't want to die. <laughs> I honestly like really like the epilogue. This is yeah, something up great. of like why this conversation is important. Um, uh, and to be fair, they mention it at the beginning as well, but I think yeah, the epilogue is is the important part of this. And yeah, I, like I don't know, you can't really play the epilogue at the start, but listen to the epilogue. Um, if yeah. you if you're doubting whether or not you will like this, listen to the epilogue. It and if and then and if you that seems decide. important to you, then yeah. listen. Go back yeah. and listen to the great filter, <laughs> or you could use a great filter and filter out the episodes you don't listen to. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bad so joke. Clever. But whatever, we're going to move on to Zane. Call that a joke? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's fucking rude. Uh, I <laughs> recommended Dead for Filth, which was a, an interview podcast about the horror genre and TV and film uh, viewed through a queer lens. Uh, there's uh, Dead for Filth with Michael Verratti. This is another one of those podcasts that I'm really glad that it exists, but it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I scrolled through to try and find somebody that I uh, yeah. knew. So because I watch a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race, I listened to the Alaska Thunderfuck episode nice. because she is fucking amazing. Um <laughs> And it was interesting enough. Um, I just, I don't, they talked, I listened to two episodes to make sure that I had it in my head. And they talked a lot about horror films, talking about the genre that I, like all the old Halloween films and tropes and whatnot. And I haven't seen any of these. So it doesn't mean a lot to me. Um, And yeah, but but I, I think it's important because those types of horror movies are very campy and you know, important f- through yeah. a, a yeah, yeah. you know a queer lens um, and a feminist lens and any other lens you want to pop on it. Yeah, well, I mean, horror movies have had to dredge themselves through a lot of homophobia yeah. and mm. and misogyny throughout the years to a place now where you can kind of own it in horror movies. And that, I think that that's the discussion that this podcast yeah. really has. Yeah. yeah. 
And I'm super glad that it exists. It's just not a Liz podcast. Yeah. Um, one <laughs> criticism that I did have is that in two, one of the episodes that I was listening to, but not the other, it had this static whenever someone was talking and then no static when no one was talking. So it sounded oh. like the podcast had stopped and it was just – it was the Alaska episode. So when they talked, there was this constant little background noise. Oh. It's yeah. like they'd gotten the mics to auto cut out yeah, when like there was noises. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah. that is. Did I say poises or pauses? The you poises. Said poises. poises. The poises when little they're poises. talking. <laughs> um, but so that that was frustrating for me because I was like, did my phone just stop? No, it's still going. That's just they they filtered the. I would yeah, rather yeah. have the tiny bit of static through the whole thing than have that filtered out or just figure out a way to get rid of your sound issues. Yeah, yeah. Small deal with it. Small issue in what is a good podcast, but will not be on my list. Uh, look, I'm of the same ilk. To be completely honest, I do love that it doesn't just talk. Like, for me, I listened to the uh, Jordan Cruciello episode about Hellraiser and Jennifer's body. And for me, I got a lot out of it because the discussion of it was, like, about the um, BDSM sort of side of things with Hellraiser um, and how there's all... Because I watched Hellraiser when I was a kid. I don't know why I watched it as a kid, but we'll put that to the side. Um, the queerness of Hellraiser itself and looking at it now, I'm like, holy shit, there's yeah. a lot to unpack here. And the same with Jennifer's body and the legacy that it leaves. I think it was like, so it was the 10 year anniversary of it. Um, but for me, I'm like, I just, I don't watch horror. So I'm like, the discussion is really good. And if you're honestly looking for something that is examining horror films and not just horror films, but perhaps like um, thrillers as well. Yeah. I'd probably say Jennifer's body is probably less horror, more thrill, but that's me. Um, I think this is the perfect podcast for you um, because the for me the lenses are far more refreshing than just two dudes talking about how good Hellraiser was. I'm that for me, that shit. no, 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 no. Two white dudes aren't allowed <laughs> yeah. to talk about anything ever again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let's un- let's unpack. Uh, I, I, I spit on your grave. That, yes. <laughs> the oh, rape God. film. Oh um, God. But yeah, I think for me, like, I just couldn't connect to it because I'm like, oh, for me, honestly, if it was anything but horror I probably would have been like I'm in but I'm just like I've only just started watching horror films in the last I don't know what's happened to me in the last two or three years because I used to be like nope 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 so I haven't seen any of the classic horror films none of the Halloween none of the Exorcist none of the any of any any Exorcist holds up Halloween doesn't really doesn't yeah yeah none of Nightmare on Elm Street none none but I've watched like Jordan Peele stuff and I've watched oh. like um, what else I watched oh, Invisible Man was more thriller than horror but yeah, yeah like I have watched some oh, I watched Midsummer, which is that was horror mm. I'm, yes pretty, thriller horror pretty awful yeah. um, it was great but it was fucking horrible um, and I really enjoy them now mm. but I, I just it goes over my head talking about the older stuff yeah. that I just... Well, and then, yeah, this is super granular. So, mm. obviously, you have to yeah, get be into it to start with. Yeah, this yeah. probably won't get you into horror, yeah. classic horror film. Yeah, I was going to say it's great for the history of it too. Yeah. Like in terms of the history and retelling the history of these films, mm. spot on. Yeah. Just for me, I'm just like, I... Too scary for me. <laughs> oh, I'm, scared. I'm too scared. I don't like being scared. Um, but, yeah. So what was that? Death, dead for filth. Dead yep. for filth. Dead for filth. Was that a listen? So was that a listener submission? Or was that just a? That, yeah, that was a listener was a submission, submission of the who was a fan of right. the show. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, excellent, amazing. Oh my god, what does us for this week? Amazing. How good is that? So good. Oh my god. Can I go home? Uh, well, no. no. 
Um, We're recording another episode. Okay, fine. That's right. Yeah, unfortunately for you. And you've got to host it. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be loose. Uh, Yes, it is. Anyway, um, if you want to chat to us, we're on social media. Get us on Facebook, Twitter, Gmail, whatever the Gmail is, castologypodcast.gmail.com. Correct. What have we done? You say that every week. You're like, whatever our email is, and it's exactly the right email. <laughs> yeah, I think just for me, I'm just like testing my own knowledge, you know, yeah. and then it's making myself seem smart by remembering before you guys so do. So smart. Um, but that's fine. And you can also get us on the website. That's not canon.com forward slash castology. There's a wonderful little form on there. You put your DDs in and uh, we might have you a You put your what in? Your DDs. Yeah, DDs. Details. Really short. I have there. never no. heard that before well, in my life. Well, you have now, and everyone else has. It sounded so like you said titties. Slightly uncomfortable, to <laughs> really? be honest. So, put your titties in. <laughs> it sounded like you said, you can put your Absolutely. titties in. But if you say it, oh yeah, if you say it fast enough, it does actually sound like titties. Just put your titties in. Um, <laughs> and we'll put repeat your, put your, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Castology's <laughs> taking a pivot. Um, the areolas yeah. were quite niche. <laughs> Quite pink. Um, but oh. you can put your details in um, and it'll go into a little thing and we'll have a listen to it. We may feature it too. Correct. Which is super exciting. It's our job. Yeah. Loving podcasts, listening mm-hmm. to podcasts. Anyway, I've been one of your hosts, Nip Bleaker. Across from me has been. It sounded like you said Nip Bleaker. Are you, are you just on are you, are you really, right are you, now? Are you on boobs? You're on boobs Either right Nick now. Either Nick is or you, you are. And you I are. want none of it. <laughs> I'm Liz Breast. I mean, Beth, no. <laughs> too easy. <laughs> too easy. Uh, Liz to me. And I'm Zane. Sea bosom. <laughs> Keep listening to podcasts. Do you like horror? Do you like the supernatural? The spooky? Do you like bone chillingly, terrifyingly, horrifying true stories of real life? But you're actually just a big baby like me. Well, my name's James and welcome to the Scared Shitless Podcast. Every week I retell a terrifying true horror story to friends and colleagues, as well as hear their true life horror stories and experiences. Join me as I go on a journey of ooky spookiness and scare myself shitless in the making. As Ireland's homegrown insurer, FPD knows it's empowering when someone has your back. So switch your van insurance to us and get up to 75% no-claim discount. Visit fbd.ie to request a quote. FBD Insurance. Support. It's what we do. Terms, conditions and underwriting criteria apply. 75% no-claims discount is based on proof of five years no-claims discount and available to new commercial motor customers only. FBD Insurance Group Limited trading as FBD Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Commercial motor insurance is underwritten by FBD Insurance PLC. Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognize their mother's voice from inside the womb? That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar? And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only €15 Euro per month. 12-month contract, €15 Euro per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add red unlimited SIM only as a third plan with red family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms.